welcome back to the original box set Shadowrun podcast. Alan, and the man formerly known as Odysseus, head to Gears to introduce him to Nemo, and to get his help defusing the explosives attached to the piece of Bioware stolen from the Tong. Alan also wants more help in finding the talismonger who has the spell he's wanting to learn. The orc keeps his shop down in the underground, and Alan doesn't want to go down there alone. Our GM is Max. Alan is played by Robin. Nemo, formerly Odysseus, is played by John. And Gears is played by Jay. We hope you enjoy listening. Gears, an unknown number is calling you. I'll answer it. Gears, is that you? Yeah, who's this? It's, uh... Uh, uh, uh guy you Alan know. takes it and <laughs> recognizes the problem, takes it and goes... It's Alan and, uh... And a close associate. <laughs> hey, what can I do for you? We have a device that need an explosive device that needs disarming, and we believe you could you could have some knowledge of this type of situation. Yeah, um, I can help, or I can see what I can do. Thank you. Are you able to bring it to me? Yes. I'll I'll, I'll make sure that the. Turrets don't shoot you on the way in. <laughs> Bring it on by. Uh, Jay, give a quick description of your place so they get an idea what they're looking at. Okay, um, so it's an old rundown warehouse. Um, I've got two turrets mounted on the top of it that pretty much shoot anything that comes near it. I forget how it works because I've also, because of the turrets, I have a, all of the homeless people gathered around the building using it as a security. So I've kind of become a mecca for homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> but not like the scary cyborg drugged out ones like Dr. Feelgood, right? Perhaps. They're, they're homeless people. And I think some of them may have, like, erected a statue of me already. <laughs> really? All right, we'll go with that. Out of garbage. Well, yeah, because last time you had said that uh, my, oh my, my roommate told me that she had... It looks like some of them are starting to worship you. So... Yes, I do remember that. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, the the people in the area know it as Gears Town. <laughs> the hero of Renton. <laughs> We can totally do that, yeah. So, a section of uh, Red Mons has been rebuilt. Unofficially. 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 So, like, you own maybe, what, a city block? Maybe two? Yeah. I'm going to hold you to that, by the way. All right, so uh, describe to them what they see as they come come into Gearstown. So, yeah, as you're pulling in, you see a bunch of homeless people. You see a pile of trash stacked up in a curious way that sort of looks humanoid. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so yeah, and then the warehouse, you, you'll see, and that's it. 
Is there a fence that goes around Gearstown? No. Are the roads blockade in Gearstown? No. So traffic flows through here. Is there a bus stop in Gearstown? I pretty much shoot anything that goes past. Yeah. I think that's what was going on, so that people learned not to drive through there. Right, right. But the city bus gives no shits. They have armor plating. Do you have armor-piercing rounds on your... Uh... Yes, I do. Okay, then um, I'm going to let you make a... Um, let's see, a gunnery plus charisma roll as a form of negotiation with the city's uh, planning to see if they'll reroute the buses away from Gearstown. Charisma. Charisma. <laughs> Three successes. Congratulations. The city will reroute their buses away from Gearstown. Or I could let them go through. I could program the, the guns to... Don't. Don't. This will lead great into an idea for a story that I've got. So, yeah. <laughs> As they pull up, the two turrets on the top, like, turn and point at the vehicle. <laughs> but then they don't shoot. Oh. <laughs> they just track us just in case. <laughs> Master might change his mind. <laughs> yes, uh, a, a couple of the um, people working on the statue are struggling to get a uh, oddly shaped head with some kind of spiky crest mohawk that runs across it to balance on the lopsided muffler shoulders of the of the statue. <laughs> That's awesome. Held together with bubble gum and popsicle sticks. <laughs> All right. Hey, Alan, who's your friend? Um, you can call me Nemo, and I'll stick my big hand out towards him. Okay. Yes, uh, he used to live in their beer garden. Oh. Yeah, when he when he shakes my hand, I'll pull him in, and I'll be like, I'm Odysseus. <laughs> I'm in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Gearstown. It's changed a lot since last time I was here. I've been really busy. Come <laughs> on, guys. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll follow. Like I know, I think, like I lived there because I did for yeah. a few days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, my name's Nemo now. Nemo. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go around to saying my old name ever. Right. I heard about what happened. Um. <laughs> It made every news channel. <laughs> All right, so uh, what do you got? Uh, once we're once we're inside, I will um, pull out the uh, uh, bomb cyberware mechanism and hand it over to Gears because I'd really I, now that I know it's a bomb, I don't want to carry it any longer than I have to. And you're welcome to keep the explosives when you get them off. I know how much you like to blow things up. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm trying to do five successes. All right. He hands you a, a, a device, cyber device, and stare, upon staring at it, you realize that there is a bit of explosives attached to it. You're not sure. You can definitely see that this thing is um, wireless. So you turn on your AR goggles. Have you taken it from him? Yes. All right. You're currently holding, uh, from what you understand to be a piece of cyberware with an active bomb attached to it. And all it's going to take is one quick Wi-Fi signal and the shit goes off. Um, it's live. 
Okay. I'll uh I'll whistle at it. That's a good one. Part of your whistle's harmonics hits a near frequency, and the bomb indicator goes ooh ooh. Was that for me? Oh, I back up a lot. Yeah, you guys saw like lights and stuff came on. <laughs> and I say, uh, yeah, let's uh take this outside. <laughs> I, I I back away from him so that he can lead outside because right. I don't want to be near it when it goes off in his hands. <laughs> Excellent. So it's armed. Yeah, it's it's been armed for some time. You see a, a counter, and it says it's been on for days now, and it's waiting for a signal. It, some time ago, for whatever reason, it turned on and said, "Okay, it's time for me to blow up. I'm waiting for my secondary signal." Okay. Um, where did you get this? I, I found it in a, uh, a warehouse. And you just decided to pick it up and bring it with you? I, I, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Did you realize it was a bomb? No. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to examine it and see what I can do. All right, so do you want to turn it off? Or do you want to disarm it? Uh, turn it... Turn it off, then. Okay, you're going to be... Uh, the first thing you're going to need, you're going to need to hack it with uh, a cyber deck, which you don't have, but your car does. It has firewall safety mechanisms in the inside of it that are not going to allow you to get in. The bomb does. That's right. You're going to have to hack the bomb. Right. Um, okay, I'll leave, I will uh, call for my car. All right. It doesn't have to come out. The car is active. As soon as you started handling the bomb, the car's threat level uh, has jumped up to around a seven. And it's it, you can definitely see that it's it's ready to make some sort of like intervention between you and this bomb. It seems to be aware of what's going on. Uh, say, hey, Tracy, can you do something about this? All right. Tracy is going to attempt to break the firewall. Can I hot sim into her and use my computer skill. Yeah, you can totally sit down on the curb, log into Tracy from here, and uh, start using Tracy from this location. Since you're hot simmed in, it'll give you an extra two dice. Uh, yeah, by the way, this will be my first time using a cyber deck. So. The device has become aware that something is going on. It's become agitated. As people stand by watching, Gears is sitting on the curb with his head in his hands, and he's concentrating. Nothing's happening, but after a few seconds, the lights on the device begins going and starts reacting in a very unpleasant kind of way. Alright, go ahead and make your next attempt for your last mark. Three. Two. Succeed. You've got three marks. You can now turn it off. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn it off. That's that's good, because I, uh, I was caught between um, do I run over and kick it out of his hands, or do I run away so I'm not caught in the blast? Composure. <laughs> yeah, and Alan, I was rolling composure, and Alan just stands there, cool as you please. He got four successes on his last composure. And what, is, what does Nemo get? <laughs> uh, I won't add them together this time. Uh, two successes. Alright. Yeah. It was more run than kick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I took a step back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, now I want to... Can I try to 
disable any Wi-Fi that's coming to it. Yeah, you're in full control. You've turned it off. Now you can use your demolitions to check to make sure there's no secondary switch. All right. That's, that is correct, and you don't need to be in the Matrix for it because it's a physical stare-at kind of thing. Ooh, two successes. All right. You were able to figure out how to remove the explosives from the piece of electronic successfully. So with what I've done, someone else can't send a signal back to it to turn it on. No, because you've disconnected it from its power source. You're holding the it, uh, you're holding the plastic explosives in your hand right now. There, there you go. All done. Easy peasy. So I will look at uh, Nemo and just kind of like laugh a little because I can tell he's a little nervous. <laughs> there might be some sweat on my brow. Yeah. So wait, was that thing was on the whole time? Yes, that was on the whole time. It could have blown up at any time. I'm an irresponsible parent. All right. Anything else I can do for you guys? Uh, Like, out of character, if we keep it, could Alan use it to track down people that we could ask questions to? Yeah. Um, Gentle, gentle questions. There could possibly be some magical auras left over that you could track down warehousers or people who've touched it and stuff like that. Zamora could probably find stuff too, so... Uh, Anyone who has the ability to access or deal with computers might be able to do uh, the same. There might be data on here. Yeah, and Alan would know that, so he'd say yes. Excellent. So yeah, we'll keep that. Excellent. Bomb defused. Next stop, Orc Underground City, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Is there any reason to take gears along? Or are you too good without gears? What do you think, gears? Um, tag along. What is it you're doing, exactly? We're uh, gonna see a guy about some donkeys. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go talk to Trixie. <laughs> tell her she can go shopping. All right. So the four of you uh, head down to the Orc Underground. Um, getting into the Underground. There are access ways that are popular and patrolled. So it's like parking and going to a mall that goes into the ground. Old, I do believe it was a sewer entrance that has now been somewhat cleaned up. No sewage runs through it. Lights, uh, a police station near the opening. Shops line either side. Um of the opening high-end Starbucks yeah, that's high-end jack-in-the-box McDonald's Taco Bell stop-and-goes you know, just a nice collection of stores have surrounded the opening to the underground once you get in it's very rustic passageways tunnelways lit signs on the walls written in with paint like, you know handwritten painted signs not some official sign pointed directions where you need to go and you're following the signs that lead you to the mall it takes about a good 10-15 minutes of maneuvering through the tunnelways and collapsed building structures before you actually get into the mall area 
which used to be living arrangements for some of the underground. Uh, there still are. And so you are walking through a series of rubble-strewn streets and makeshift buildings. All right, so you're looking to find Nestor, am I correct? What was the name? Yes. Uh, Mech Nestor, yes. Mech Nestor. Nestor, I used the yes. uh, Klingon random name generator for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you wander through, you guys do. You pass by a vendor who's like shouting out fresh meat, um, rat on a stick, <laughs> lots of orcs. <laughs> That's the one thing. You, you are now outnumbered where normally it's lots of humans and a few orcs, maybe a troll... With the exception of Nemo here, you are all outnumbered. There are orcs, more trolls than you've ever seen in your life, probably. All walking around, living what seems to be a perfectly normal existence down here. They have electricity. They have running water. You can see it going through the middle of the street. Um, <laughs> and living arrangements. Uh, so this is an access to the black market. You can buy guns here ammunition, drone pieces and parts, and full drones. There's a lot of things that fall off trucks, and it <laughs> ends up in the underground. Is there anything in particular that you might want to try to find? Nemo. Ooh. Um, I mean, if, uh, if I find any, uh, <laughs> any grenades, that would be great. Alright. I don't, I don't know if they would be on display. Yeah, they might be on display. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> would you like to peruse my pineapples? This one's a, a fruit on a stick. It's one of the World War II ones that you... <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I'm going to get... Uh, and the guys are like, oh. pineapples, pineapples for sale, pineapples. <laughs> yeah, I need a whole bundle of pineapples, various flavors. Um. <laughs> all right, Alan, as you're walking through, staring at all these large, lumbersome orcs and trolls, navigating through this dim, lit area, you look, you lean back, Nemo, we need to, and he's gone. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I can, pre I look around for a few moments and then, oh. There he is. You're looking for a large black troll in a troll orc society. Okay, true. <laughs> yeah. So perception. There you go. Yeah, it's actually going to be hard to find. It might be hard to find him. <laughs> I blend in. All right, nope. Four nope, successes. Four successes. A short oh, panic, but is. you are definitely able to find that he has gone over to a pineapple vendor for all places. What's up with that? Oh, pineapples. Right. <laughs> Been a long time since I handled a good pineapple. No? Okay. I got it. <laughs> uh, the guy is going to... The prices marked are um, 20 times over book value. Oh. All right. Let me open up a book. Do you want me to tell you? Because that will be much faster. Yeah, if you already have it open. Fragmentation will cost 2000 Flashbang will cost 2000 
infrared, sorry, regular smoke is going to cost 800. Thermal smoke is going to cost uh, 1200. Flash pack. He's got lots of those. I actually have to do math on that one. That would be uh, 2500. Um, but by the way, this like is a to... price that he's telling you. There's no prices listed on the pineapples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to use my vast negotiation skills uh, to see if I can talk my fellow troll down in price a little bit. Okay. Because I, I have that skill. Is it char- It's charisma, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got one success. All right, we'll say he has a charisma of three because he's a troll, but he has at least a dozen years of experience, so we'll give him uh, five dice in negotiation. He got one success. All right. Half price. Um, all right. I'll take uh, three frag... I mean, three of the pokey pineapples. Um... Two of the smoky pineapples. Uh-huh. No, wait, make that three smoky uh-huh. pineapples. Um, you know what? I'll just get three of each. Yep. Uh, he smiles. You like pineapples, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're my favorite. Buy two. <laughs> All right, I'm out a good chunk of change. But I'm a happy camper. All right, are you paying in cash or cred? Cred? There's an exchange rate, 5%. <laughs> That's a lot of math. That's a lot of pineapples, buddy. And it's not easy to exchange cred for cash. Cash is king down here. Yeah. You should probably buy cash. Where are you from? Africa? Yeah. You sound like a little girl. Just give me the pineapple. <laughs> Easy there, brother. <laughs> We're all in the same boat. <laughs> all yeah. right. So, Alan, what about you? Did you want to buy pineapples? Mm. No, no. All right. You just want He's to find... He's really ne- Nestor. Because... Those are the pineapples he wants. All right. It's not hard to find him. Uh, After a while of searching, his shop has neon lights on the outside. Big purple eye flashing with glittery bits and sparkly lights has been manipulated around. It looks really cool. Everything on the inside is underneath a nightlight. So everything has like a huge day glow appearance to it. Speckles of white brilliance all over here as phosphorus material glow underneath the black lights. You walk in. And a very large orc with dark skin, a top hat, and a popped collar, uh, trench coat, stands at the back side. Hello, pretty. Hello. The talismonger eyeballs all three of you, looking at the troll, the two elves, and staring mostly at the elf out front. Sensing, us sensing, I should say, and you Mm -hmm. are the reason they're all here. Mm Mm-hmm. And I take the lead. Wandering through a collection of t-shirts on hangers and doodads and whatnot that make the place look almost like a magical 
um, hot topic. He walks towards you guys and stops you halfway through. Looks at the, not at the troll's face, but midway about the belly button. Cute spell. Yes, it, it works. Could probably use a little improvement, but it works for most people. I gather it's not for me. No, no. Um, he's having some difficulties upstairs. He raises an eyebrow and just smiles a toothy grin. You can definitely tell this guy's kind of laid back, but un- not unarmed. On his side, you see mm-hmm. an Ares and an Ares pistol and combat vest underneath, as well as a couple of fetishes and talismans. He gives a nod to the other two, the other elf, and to the human disguised as a troll. What is it that you want, pretty? I was informed that you had some very particular knowledge. And uh, Alan then tells him that he about the uh, evidence-wiping spell. And I am willing to pay in both cash and favors to acquire this knowledge. Well, pretty... That is a very powerful and dangerous spell to be handing out to just anyone. And it's illegal. You know, if Lone Star, Knight Errant, or any of those other stuffed collared want to be police came down here asking me a question like that and I said yes to it, I'd be thrown away. All my stock mm. taken. I know all about that. But they won't be hearing about it from me. So are you a cop? Mm. <laughs> Think I'm stupid enough to say I am here? <laughs> no, but uh, I am in a very dangerous line of work. Now, I do have connections, you can. I will not... Will not be using them against you, but happen you need a favor. Whispers in the right ear. All right, pretty. I'll see if I've got that laying about. It's going to cost a good bit of money. I'm not going to hand it away for cheap. I understand this dangerous knowledge. Dangerous for you. Dangerous for me. Dangerous for people out there. Dangerous for people here. He's walking toward the back of his shop. He now he's got his back to you. Um, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. Six successes. You feel that you're still being watched, even though he's looking away from you. This is more of a, an astral you're being watched. I uh, shift the shift my senses slightly. Yep, he has a watcher in here, and it's sitting on his shoulder looking at you. What bird you got? <laughs> With a nod, nod directly at the watcher. It makes a harsh hissing scream in astral space at the realization you're looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> The man wakes you, walks you back to the back counter. Who goes with? 
I'll go. I'll go, if I'm welcome. Uh, he hasn't issued any kind of warnings to any of you following. As you get back, the back counter film is made of wood. No glass, just all wood. Carved wood. Looks like it was all shaped to have multiple shelves. Like somebody took a tree and just manipulated the tree to grow into the shape of a de- uh, like a round, slightly rounded countertop with uh, shelving space in it. It looks really strange and very, very, very magical. It's filled with knickknacks, dice, pieces of bones, fingernail tips, claws, feathers, vials that look like dried blood, a whole collection of stuff, all of it wicked, nasty looking. Your astral perception or peeking that you did, everything back on the shelf has like a magical tinge to it, some sort of fetish. It's a nice little collection. A quick grab and you've had, you probably have a good bit of uh, magical potence in your hand, but you'd also probably upset the storekeeper. He goes to the back of the place, stepping into the back room. The watcher leaps off, lands on the counter as you guys are nearby. It sees you as you come to a stop and it hisses and screeches as, you know, trying to put itself between you and the back room. It's not dangerous. You could annihilate it in seconds and it knows it. It's here to intimidate you because it actually looks like a wicked little homunculus. (laughs) I give it a dismissive look like like I've seen your kind before. Nice bit of magic, but nothing dangerous. The man comes back out. This time he's carrying a skull. The skull does not look to be a fake piece of plastic. It looks rather authentic. It is not a human skull or an orc skull. It's some sort of demon cattle-looking skull thing. It is pretty wicked. He sets it onto the counter and pops open the top. It seems to be a specialized box. Latch on the inside, velvet on the inside, latch on one side, velvet on the inside, and a collection of small pieces of parchment. Uh, Alan's going to take take a look at the, the craftsmanship on the box, because he's a crafty guy, and he's a firebringer. Exactly. I hate so. Alright. Um, looking at it, it's actually, um, it's got the name of, uh, let's see, what was the, oh yes, it is, uh, it's marked, it's not an actual, it's an actual skull of some sort of cow creature, but it's got a, uh, sorry, made in Atsland on the side of it. It's an, something you can buy. I, I tap on that. Why don't to file that off? <laughs> he goes, Most don't look that hard. Besides, <laughs> I bought it off Amazon, it was cheap. Wise fellow. <laughs> It begins pulling out the pieces of paper and says, But these, these were not cheap. I understand. So he rolls out several pieces of paper and he says, These are the copies I've made, so you can have one for the right price. And he sorts through it and he pulls out and it's a thin ribbon of paper. It looks like a collection of leaves that have been dried, pressed, and written on to make this large loop. And they've been sewn together. Do you have cash? Yes. I'm assuming I got some for this. I'm assuming so too. Yeah. Three and a half. Three and a half. And I'm going to try and negotiate him down to half and a minor in a uh, favor of some. I'll give you uh, how many? How much? You're going to negotiate. What's minor favor? We'll say that gives you an extra two dice to your negotiation. One dice to your negotiation for a minor favor. Oh, that's terrible. 
Yeah, he's got 12 dice. I rolled one success. Yeah, so mm. Alan just c- comes out like the like the uh, traveler child he once was dickering. Yeah, congrats. You wanted to pay half? Yeah. All right, he'll give it to you. That's uh, 1750 Yep, and a favor. Yeah, done. Yep. Does it... <sighs> Seventeen fifty. All right. Pleasure doing. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. He says as you begin to taste pleasure doing business. I don't use a phone. I don't have email. And then I smile and I bring out a piece of stained glass, blown by me, and put. No, pretty. He pulls out a pair of toenail clippers. I want a piece of you. Very well. Take out a piece. Clip. Clip my finger. Clip one of my fingernails. All right. He will put it into a small, ornate wooden box that's got felt on the inside. Close it, and as he holds it close to you, say opens it, says, "Say your whole name." I lean over and breathe. Arthur Caractacus Freeman. He closes the box. You guys feel and hear something happen when that that, that takes place. Your physical mask kind of quivers and shakes like it just got disrupted a bit. And the astral, the uh, watcher goes, shrieks at the whole event as he closes the box. Thank you, my pretty. And he puts it under the counter. I'll be calling soon. I'm sure you will. Pleasure doing business with you. Pleasure. All right. Yeah, Nima was totally bewildered and is already backing away. <laughs> I can't shoot this enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is way beyond the magic of my bullets. <laughs> All right. So um, that handles you. Congratulations. You just bought yourself a new spell. Mm-hmm. And you can put Mechnastar down as a talismonger. For the Orc Underground, and you can put him at a loyalty one and a connections of a five. And write down that you owe him a favor. Yep. Alrighty then. Uh, John, other than pineapple... Oh, sorry. Jay. Uh, John's done pineapple shopping. Robin's done some um, shopping for pieces of paper and paying with a (laughs) fingernail. Um... Can I find some armor-piercing bullets somewhere? Kills, yes! And I have black market pipeline. Can I use that to my advantage somehow? Yes, you can. Uh, I will allow extra dice when making negotiations for this stuff. Most of the stuff in the underground are marked up, as you guys have noticed. And so you won't. You can negotiate better. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you'll be able to find um, somewhere amongst there someone who's selling ammunition, just regular ammunition, who will hint at having access to other types of ammo for the right price. I would be interested in the other ammo. Um, what is the right price? Valkra, the female orc mercenary, uh, she will be selling... Uh, APDS rounds 
for 100 yen a bullet. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just uh, look discouragingly at her and say, uh, that's a little steep. Um, yeah, I, I got a guy, I got a connection. I just thought I might pick some up while I'm here. Um, unless you could really come down a lot and I'll roll negotiation. She'll ask for the name of the person you know. I can't give you his name. <laughs> nope. Yeah, she's not willing to come down. She'll find somebody else who will pay that price. I, I understand. Have a good day. All right. Other than armor-piercing rounds, anything else? No, that's all I can think of. Awesome with that. Um, Let's see. You've got your spell. You've got some pineapples. Trixie was able to purchase some um, old-fashioned cigarettes and cigars and cigarette rollers, as well as some tobacco that comes from the Indian territory, uh, as well as some other trinkets and a T-shirt that says... Oh, I went to the underground, and all I got was this stupid shirt. <laughs> um, so yeah, she went out and she spent, what'd you give her, like a grand? Yeah. Oh yeah, she bought all sorts of nerps. Uh, she bought an orc freedom fighter bobblehead. Yep. Nice. Um, a old I voted button. Let's see, I'm trying to think of some other... Anyways, yeah, she just kind of went crazy and, and bought stuff. Super excited about having some money and actually going out to a, a historic spot to do some shopping. Uh, she also bought packs of um, meat. <laughs> Assorted meat. Sausage. Sausage. Don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> Don't ask sausage. That's, that's, oh my god. That, that's the brand Don't name. <laughs> I'm loving it. Don't ask sausage. <laughs> All right, man. Um, anybody else have anything else before we wrap it up here? I've blown enough money. Okay. Robin? Nope. Uh, Alan got what he needed. Yep. Now you just need to read your spell, spend some karma, and bam, it's yours. Thanks for listening to the original Box Set Shadowrun podcast. Our runners will pick up where we left off in two weeks. In the meantime, you can connect with us via Facebook or YouTube to check out actual play videos of the original box set playing Shadowrun and other tabletop RPGs. You can also swing by our website at originalboxset.com and check out our gaming calendar, additional information about our games, and images that inspire our worlds and characters. And if you're enjoying our work, please consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash original box set so that we can continue to bring you this podcast as well as other great actual plays and entertainment. Our intro and exit music is titled Epic Song from Alpha Brutal, and trust me, the whole song's pretty epic, so check it out. We'll catch you in two weeks, chummers. And now for all this legal dreck. Original box set is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership over the names, logo, artwork, marks, 
photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Topps Company Inc. has granted permission to original box set, that's us, to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with original box set in any official capacity whatsoever. Oh my goodness, that's so much. Okay, bye.